up, kid. All I gotta say is, Portland can't say shit. Welcome to Sounders Scuttlebutts. We got an exciting one for you. The Sounders are coming off a another dominating victory. They're 2-0 to start the season, and they beat the Real Salt Lake uh, football club, I'll call them. And I am Aaron Lingley, and as always, I'm joined by Cameron Collins, your Alliance Council president, your Guerrilla FC president, your director mm-hmm. of communications for the Independent Supporters Council, Esquire, mm-hmm. and animal enthusiast can you tell us a little bit about that uh yeah um some some people might have seen uh on the sounders twitter last week that uh they had a little visitor practice and that was a kangaroo named timmy and uh that kangaroo came and hung out with me tonight at the alliance council meeting uh because uh stacy was on the alliance council is the one that brought to the Sounders. she works at the petting zoo in tacoma uh i wish i knew the name but Look it up. I'm sure there's only one. And uh, so we got to hang out with a kangaroo and a porcupine, uh, an African crested porcupine and just a regular old kangaroo. And Regular old kangaroo. Poor little Joey. Last time I hung out with a kangaroo was 1986. So it's been quite some time since I've hung out with a kangaroo. Uh, but we had good times. I don't know if you saw the video uh, because it was, sends us a link, but he... Uh, was pulling on and eating my beard. Eating your beard. We should, po- bit, but, with your uh, permission, we could we could post it. It was a Sounders uh, event. Sure, we yeah. could scuttle about that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was super fun. Um, I'm gonna try and get him out to uh, a Superhawks practice now that the Seattle Superhawks season has started and we're one and zero. So uh, maybe reward the guys with a, a little kangaroo friend. Uh, no boxing glove, sadly. So no no boxing matches happen, but. He's just a cute little baby. He's a, a little guy little that uh, basically lives in a little pouch that you hold. And then uh, he was trying to figure out the lay of the land at first. So he was like kind of walking around, but he was like head down, just kind of on all fours. And then at po- one point he like decided to run across the place and did the hopping. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and he was wearing a diaper because, of course, <laughs> we don't want a little baby to go to the bathroom everywhere. Oh, that was God, I want to see a picture of that. Yeah, you cut that. a little hole for the tail, and otherwise it's just like a baby diaper. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, lots super of, fun. Um, lots of heavy business happens at these Alliance Council meetings, huh? Yeah, well, we uh, we had a little extra time because we didn't have a lot of business going on this this particular month uh, because we've come out of some, some of the, like, Providence stuff. And uh, also, we were mainly meeting with our leads uh, – the equivalent of like we have different leaders for different groups in the Alliance Council. We're meeting with the leads within the Sounders offices so we can work directly with them. So that's things like game day, um, council retention and, um, and marketing, uh, merchandising, stuff like that. So uh, it's pretty cool. Cause then we get to, to have our counterparts and have meetings and set up. And, you know, for example, uh, pretty soon here within the next month or so i bet we will have a meeting about the 2025 jersey and get to see some of the 
early designs on that. 2025. That's right. You guys really go far out on these. So, do yeah, you already know years, what 2024 is? Ahead. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's nuts. Like, I knew about the Bruce Lee jersey like two years in advance. Why does it take so long? Or, or why do they not maybe take so long, but why do they do it so early? Or is that not early? Production. Pro- okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how long it takes to get it produced, to get it. Um, so you figure if you're ordering it two years early, the process takes place before then usually. So like even this jersey, we've already gone through a major process part of it, the 2025 jersey. The next is the actual, usually they draw, uh, they'll draw up a design or two. Uh, we'll see what this one ends up being like. And um, so this would be the next community kit to replace the uh, Bruce Lee one in two years. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm staring at this too long and I want to open it my beverage of choice yeah, for this dude. evening um it's actually is from oregon you know not washington beer but i felt it was it's one of my favorite beers um being a northwesterner i do like my ipas this is a northwest ipa by an Nkasi brewing it's the total domination Ooh. appropriate eh yep that was a clean one there we go are you drinking anything or you just got your liquor? Um, in honor of League's Cup, uh, being League's announced Cup. soon, yeah, the, you know, the, the Mexican versus USA yeah. soccer league. Yeah, right around the corner so they, in a few months. Uh, well, they'll be announcing everything soon, so, uh, um, we already had our groups and all that, uh, but not fixtures. Oh, okay. And stuff like all that. All right, sorry so to interrupt. We'll know, we'll know all that relatively soon, so I have a Mexican Coke, uh, <laughs> okay. and that is a coca-cola made with real sugar from mexico not sugar. what someone else might be thinking. those are delicious oh you got the ding at the end like a spittoon and you drank like half, off of, half of that yeah i did oh that's good <laughs> what the hell Whew. yeah i bounced off my bottle of, or can of liquid death water so uh, not a sponsor of the show but if you'd like to liquid death i drink one of your cans every single day and it proudly powers half of the Sounder Scuttlebutt podcast. Yeah, the other half is kind of buzzed. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some Scuttlebutt to talk about. Uh, yeah, we you do. know, this is going to be a disappointing F1 season for a lot of reasons, but most importantly, Fernando Alonso, the villain, <laughs> has come in and gotten third place, got a podium spot, and now I think he's who I have to root for for the rest of the season because it doesn't look like Mercedes is going to pull it's, it together. It's kind of like a Mario Kart where you're like, Bowser is kind of the fun one to drive, and yeah. he's absolutely the Bowser of F1. So, um, oh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's fun. I was really sad that a lot of the little drivers that did well during uh during the testing did not drivers. show up well yeah you know the little guys the little toads. The, the, yeah <laughs> didn't show up as well but uh you know sergeant just fin- finished just outside the points it'd be nice that's to see an american driver for that, you, that most of you don't even yep, care about so if F1. you have for no other reason follow f1 because there is an american driver who while won't win the season if drives well enough, could end up on a better team in the next year or two and end up competing for, for major points and potentially championships. And he's American and his last name is Sergeant. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, sorry uh, 
two or one listener hates F1. But well, the, the one that we uh, know we of because he, he told us. That's Rich, our OG. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Rich. Seahawks too, right? So we, should we not talk about Geno Smith returning to your Seattle <laughs> We should Seahawks not talk about that deal. for a three-year deal. Yes. Three-year deal, <laughs> <Okay>. 105. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Um, but, but, you know, there's, there's enough to talk about in the Sounders world. Yeah, another player uh, signed. In the MLS world. Uh, yeah, tell us about that. Well, I want to hear. Well, I'll, I'll say who it is. It's New Who. The train yep. is in station for an, for another what, three years. Um, yeah, and yeah. and you, I think we both were thinking that there was a chance, a very strong chance, at least last year when we were recording, that uh, he might not be with the team uh, at least through this year, uh, like a summer signing or something like that. I mean, with the World Cup. Uh, yeah. There was a African Nations Cup. I don't forget that's the name. Last year, it was like literally a year ago. Afcon, yeah. Afcon, yeah. And he, which he played tremendously well in, um, that he might not stay too much longer. Um, but that's, you know, at least with club control wise, uh, not changing anytime soon. So, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, I I think he probably was hoping, based on his performances, to move on to bigger pastures. Uh, you know, move to Europe somewhere. Um, I don't know if the right deal didn't come along, or something he didn't like, like he didn't teams that he wanted to go to didn't come along, or what. So it it is surprising that uh, he's still here. But um, you know, we'll we'll take him because he just gets. You know, last year was huge improvement. We're seeing. Already this year, him doing stuff that he hasn't done in the past, uh, you know, being able to do do what Ozzy used to do when he was young and dribble out dribble out of situations. So yeah, it could be it could be super cool. Uh, that also doesn't preclude him from going. Yeah, uh, it just means you know, obviously they'll have to pay a transfer fee, but um, we don't have another uh, left back, do we, <laughs> on the no. roster? No, I don't. We don't Madronda anymore. Um, no. Kellen Rowe. Yeah, pretty much. He wasn't really a back. I mean, he, he's yeah. the backup at both left back and right back at this point, I think. Yeah, which is pretty worrisome. Um, thankfully, New Who doesn't really have a track record of missing too many games. I know, I think he was dinged up a little bit last year, but um, He also had that solid. one game where he was suspended last year for um, reasons that we don't know i heard today a rumor of what that might be i'm not going to repeat it because i don't want to get uh i want i don't want to defame anyone and potentially get us sued but uh get you sued i want to know <laughs> you're a lawyer <laughs> well, stand up you on off, your mic you can do it i'll tell you off mic then but uh yeah so i you know he he here's what i think i think he's an immense talent who sometimes throws tantrums on the field I would like to see him grow a little more away from that. And and honestly, if I were going to say why he didn't get signed by a bigger club, that's probably why. It's because although he's largely talented, um, it came in spurts of inconsistency, and he just kind of he doesn't seem like a grown up at times. Mm-hmm. And and because of this, he pouts on the field. And remember that game last year where he was saying he was hurt. And he kept trying to come off, but there wasn't a sub ready, so Brian kept having to tell him to go back to his position. Um, so it, it, there's just weird that. stuff like that where you're like, "That's not normal." Yeah, petulant, petulant. Wow, thanks, Minkasi. Petulant at times. <laughs> no, pet, <laughs> petulant at times, uh, definitely. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe I mean, he's. I wonder how old he is now. 
It's got to be it's like, be 24? like 20, 26. 26 you know? No, I think because he's been here since he was like yeah, 16 but he or was, 17. Yeah, but that was like 2016. It's 25. He's been here. All right, I said 24. Yeah, you said so 26. He, 25. So yeah, it'd be at least 28. Right in the middle there. And that's usually the age. I mean, that's the age that you start. Your body starts dying. Um, instead of growing, so <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, on average, twenty-five is the age that you start going, you know, down. Man, I don't think I peaked until forty. <laughs> peaked, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that being said, I mean, you also—that's also an age where you, you tend to, from a maturity standpoint, start growing up. Generally. No, I, right, I, so. I, I would agree with that. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I, I would say even most people not, it's, it's, it's just the case where like around 25, you see a huge difference, like between someone who's like 24 and then someone who's a little older than that. It, it, it's like an arbitrary year, but there's just some amount of growing up that happens that, that it's when you start taking life more seriously mm-hmm. at that point. So that's something to keep an eye out. Let's watch his flailing arms, his petulance this season. He doesn't really have a threat for his job at all, so um, it's just going to be and winning will help. Um, and so far, we're doing really uh, doing a good start with that. But um, with some other news going on, so Ye knew who. Uh, there was some news. I saw you made a, a comment about it. I don't know what your thoughts are. How far you want to get into it about the Facebook post by a Salt Lake fan about mm, their husband mm-hmm, being choked mm-hmm. out for like a, a minute during the march. Um, at F Seattle, it was it was a pretty long rant, and obviously, if any or all of that is true, it's disgusting. Um, I'm all about you know banter and shooting shit and whatever, but not violence. Obviously, that I don't, what are your takes on on that? I, I mean, I I don't I know a lot of ECS members, right? I'm in the ECS public. Um, now the march to the match isn't only ECS. It's is significant amount of people are also just fans and people maybe first time uh, attendees to a game, you know, that aren't from here that want to be part of the spectacle, right? So. Uh, yeah, what do you think? I mean, uh, yeah, that's not usually where soccer violence comes from, though. It comes from the quote-unquote ultras. So if if it did happen, and I, I have no reason to believe it didn't, and we will find out, uh, you know, it's probably exaggerated. I'm sure it wasn't a minute. I'm sure I it mean, was that like is, a quick A minute incident. is like, well, what are you... Yeah. <laughs> what is anyone but, but doing? But regardless, yeah. to me, that I mean, a lot of people are using that type of stuff to say, oh, well, this clearly isn't true, and... And obviously, we don't know one way or another, but, I mean, if if you know who it is, for the sake of the sport, for the sake of our team, they should be turned in. I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, it's been elevated to Jeff Stonebreaker, who is the head of security for the league. So, uh, one way or another, I'm sure information oh, really? about it. I don't know if it'll come out publicly, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're uh, it, traveling reports for any any traveling team in the league files reports on incidents or you know or no incident for every time they travel uh with the exception seattle does not do that because ecs is not part of isc so we don't have those from seattle when we travel Mm. um and then obviously the groups that the other two teams that aren't in uh isc so uh but the league the league has all the incident reports so this one obviously there was no police action or mm-hmm. you know if it had happened inside the stadium they would know it but 
so I'm sure it'll be investigated by the league, and uh, they'll try to get to the bottom of it. But yeah, I, to me, I didn't it's know just, it got ele- elevated to that. I didn't. It's interesting to know that there's that yeah, kind of system. So, yeah. So there, um, yeah, it's it's one way to that. So there's team reports that the team sends in, and then there's away fan reports so that the league can see. You know, do they match yeah. on certain incidents? What happened? It helps explain, like, oh, this is the experience of the Way fans so that it can create a better experience for Way fans when they travel. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens from that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 just, I have zero tolerance for violence like that uh, and hooliganism. And uh, if there's one thing that's going to kill our league, it's that. Because mm-hmm. uh, while you do see fights and stuff break out, it's not the same um, – as other sports and we're treated differently because we're not one of the, you know, we're not the NFL, right? Yeah. Uh, if we were the largest sport, you can look past it to a degree. Uh, we're not that we're fighting for, for, uh, a spot within the pantheon of top sports in America. And so, uh, and just, yeah, there's, uh, whether it's me speaking personally, I'll speak on behalf of Grill FC. I'll speak in behalf of the council. Like there's, there's no room for violence. And so, I mean, if you did see this, I would say, uh, you know, turn your friend in. I don't care who they are. Like, uh, this kind of stuff needs to be nipped in the bud immediately. Hmm. I agree. What else you got? Hmm. Well, um, I got to hang out with a kangaroo. Well, we already <laughs> talked about that. that was re- I know. I'm just very excited about it. <laughs> uh, I think the one other thing is, guess who is now number one on the MLS power rankings? Your Seattle Sounders. Hell yeah. So, I don't, like, ever... I looked at that because I wanted to see if we like we should be right, and it would definitely be a talking point if we weren't uh, on this show. But wow, you type like a madman. Uh, <laughs> so I went on. I just typed in MLS Power Rankings 2023, whatever, and I accidentally clicked like their preseason ones, which had Philadelphia, LAFC. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. because that's what I was getting ready to kind of bitch about. But sure enough, no, I, I've corrected myself, and there we are, number one. And I think that it's deservedly so. It's nice It's nice to look at the power rankings when we're up top, and I tend to ignore them if we're not. But Yeah, and the latest, the latest video from uh, Extra Time, uh, which, you know, podcast video, whatever you want to call it, uh, on MLS Soccer... Uh, is titled, Are the Seattle Sounders the Best Team in MLS? And we've also had incidents, I- incidences of Incidai. people saying that, we, incidai of saying that we are the team to beat now for the Shield. Uh, I'm going to say it's too early for that. I don't want to jump on the bandwagon because we last year we saw how good we can be and then things kind of fell apart. But... Different circumstances, but yes. We're seeing something cool. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it because I want to... I want to hop on uh, two other things quickly before uh, we get into the game. Uh, The first is that uh, Philadelphia Union played Alianza FC in a nil-nil draw in their CCL opener. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a dog came and stole the ball during during the game. So that's that's amazing. Did you watch the video? Uh, Yeah. uh, not yet. Okay. I'm, I, I'm excited to yeah, see so it because I love it. wasn't like anything crazy. The dog literally is just like biting at the ball, right? Really cute and doesn't run around with it. Doesn't have to chase him. But when the like, let's just call him a marshal because I'm F1. But like the 
the crew, field crew, whatever, goes, grabs a dog, picks him up, bellies out, four legs out in front, and just the biggest, like, dog smile, tongue out on his face. And that was like, <laughs> oh, that's the greatest. Love it. It reminds me of back in the day, uh, and I, I wasn't there for this. I think it happened when I was uh, uh, probably like five or six, but uh, maybe even younger than that. There's the video footage of the guy at the kingdom trying to carry the cat that was on the field away, and it scratches him, and he bites him or something. And he goes, ah, and he drops it, and it starts running again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's pretty funny. Um, but more importantly than that, we had the Haitian team. I was going to say, you got to talk about Austin. Yeah. Uh, Violet AC knocked off Austin in the round of 16. Was it three, nothing was that's, that's where it was when I left. Three nothing. Was that the final? Um, yeah, three, nothing. I didn't watch the highlights, but I did catch one really, I'm not going to say his name one. I don't remember it Two, uh, I think it was his debut for the team. Young kid center back. Like it's not even like an own goal that glance glancing header wrong direction. It was a phenomenal save by their keeper. And he just scissor kicks it into the side netting. Like he's, I don't know what he's doing there, but it looked like he was the striker. Oh, was that Amro Amro Tarek had the own goal in the forty seventh minute? Must be him. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to drag his name through the mud. Poor kid. Uh, debut. Yeah. Probably what they thought would be. This is a great debut for you, right? It's we we should. We're Austin. Austin's a good team. Um, I don't know what their lineup was in, in full and in, in terms of strength. But they, I'm sure, thought they were going to win that game or at least come out with a decent result. But yeah. it's just like one. Um, what I do love, though, about this and the fact that one, I hate that we're not in it uh, defending our title. Um, I think you... Someone you, made a good point, though. You win it. And this you is the should... first time I agreed with it, though. I'm, I agreed with you, but before, remember, we had this conversation. But someone said, uh, yeah, when you win... Um, like when you win the Premier League, are you then the champion? The night? no, that wasn't it. It was like if, when you win uh, Champions League. Champions League. Are you automatically in the Champions League the next year? And I don't think the answer is yes. You're automatically in Europa League, but if you didn't get a Champions League spot and you were terrible in the season, you don't get it. So uh, that could be completely wrong. But I saw that argument made. I, I, I that's a fact that I used to know a lot about. But uh, I, think I think the pandemic. Killed that's my fair. Brain. That's fair. What I th- and that is kind of my point is not not that that I agree with that, but and I think this calendar year is a lot more conducive to the actual league cycle to joining Champions League for that one, where we are a little. I feel like we're a little offset, or am I? Is my memory still a few years ago when it was like we're playing Champions League a year and a half after that we got into it? Yeah, so when we won Champions League, it started, this round of 16 started. It's only a couple months earlier, like two or three weeks earlier. Like it was the first game of the season by far. So okay. the one good thing about not being no, in I think it's League. more in line. So now. yeah, it started. The I, end I feel of like last a few season. years ago, like when we had like group stage and we were like Super Cyan and stuff like that. A few years ago, it's like a decade ago. Um, yeah. We were like in Champions League, but it was really like another eight months before we we're in the group stage or something like that because our season yeah, is so, so jacked up. Be, now and now yeah. I'm thinking about it. Of course, LAFC, Austin, they're all in it because of their results a few months ago. That's more in line with Champions League and in Europe. And I think they jumped in round of sixteen, not earlier. Like the yeah. other teams play in the round of sixteen. Okay, so I'm not as as bummed. And what I really wanted to get to, um, 
was that being able to watch it. Uh, I hope, I mean, look how difficult it is to win in CONCACAF. I mean, there's so many new teams and new fans to the MLS in the last few years um, that I don't think they really understand the depths of CONCACAF, like how deep you have to travel and the different styles of play and the, the field conditions and all, all mm-hmm. those factors put together, how difficult it is to actually get results on the road, not just like lose, right? So they're start, they're seeing that. I mean, we, we, we experienced this right off the bat, winning U.S. Open Cup, first year, second year, third year. We started traveling. Us diehard fans that have been with, following the team forever know what CONCACAF is like. They're... Austin fans, LAFC fans, I mean, they're starting to see, like, this is not a cakewalk. So. No, you, you got to show up, and, and teams are good. I mean, especially you're playing Mexican teams in some of these cases. Mm-hmm. And you have a team like uh, Violette Athletic, who, you know, they, they uh, I don't know much about Haitian soccer. I'm assuming uh, they're one of the big clubs. They won the Championnat National D2. Oh, that's where they are now. So they're in the... They finished 18th last year in uh, the Champions League. I mean, in their in their per- how are they in, in? their own league? Uh, they must have qualified. Um, Maybe they got a, like a league cup type thing. Let's see. Oh, they just haven't updated. They were they were. I'm looking at their page. They were relegated after the 2016 season. Um, they got pro rel and Haiti. Yeah, they were the Caribbean Haiti. champions. So they they won the Caribbean club championship. This okay, year. that's how they got it. Okay. So, so the regional uh, type Yeah. And this was the first time they'd been in it since 2009 when they lost. They finished. Uh, they lost. They got fourth. They finished third place uh, by. They lost in the semifinals of Puerto Rico and then lost the third place round. And then second round in 2002 and first round in 2000. So uh, they've been in CONCACAF Champions League uh, 94, 85, 84. 77, 75, and 69. And they actually won the Champions League in 84. Damn. So that's that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know anything about the 1984. Here we go. 1984 CONCACAF Champions Cup. You ready for this, Scuttlebutt? Uh, this is obviously before... This is after NASL and before, and before MLS. So you had uh, Puebla playing Pumas from um gosh i can't see those honduras yeah it's a honduras flag i gotta look closely because the maps are so small uh aguilla from uh el salvador versus guadalajara from mexico Uh, there's a team from costa rica a team from guatemala another team from two more teams from guatemala and the american teams were the new york pancyprian freedoms (laughs) and the jacksonville t-men like, so, uh, like Mr. T or T-E-A? T-E-A. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they had the tea party back then um, down there. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, Violetta played, played well, and they won it in 84. Uh, it was actually uh, the final was scratched, and Violette were awarded the championship after Guadalajara and New York Pancyprian Freedoms were both disqualified for failing to agree on match dates. Oh, so they didn't legitimately win. So this is their year <laughs> <No>. of redemption. <laughs> yeah. We're all Violet fans. Yes. Woo. <laughs> so that's that's crazy. Uh, 
little little dive back into the ridiculousness that was. Uh... Well, we lost Cameron. Elevator music. Yeah, seventh floor, please. Cameron, you're back. All right. <laughs> hey, I, I am here. Wow, gotta love technology. You know what? Let's talk about the Sounders. Let's do it. Well, it's taken us nearly 30 minutes to get to what really people want to listen to and what we really want to talk about. And that's how fucking great we look. Mm-hmm. We now, look you, really you were good. There. Yeah, you got to see it in person? Mm-hmm. I was there. I uh, met up with my my good friend, uh, Tor, and uh, you longtime listeners. And really, if you just remember me, telling you last episode at tour and i started this podcast five six years ago and uh i he's my seatmate and last year i was only really able to go to a handful of games for a variety of reasons but i was super stoked to go to this one especially after the game last week against colorado and I met up at uh elephant castle nice little pub and then oh, uh, had a couple drinks huh? yeah that's where uh right around where i work so i was able to, to park and and meet him there, and he also had some stuff for me, like this season's scarf. Oh, so I got the Bruce Lee scarf. Yeah, and did you get uh, the, the enamel pen as well. Yep, I did. He got that for me too. So I was decked out, ready to go. We walked down. I was late getting to Flat Stick to see our buddy Nick. What is that? Were you pissed off because of technology? Oh, it's Liquid Death. It's Liquid um, Death, sponsor of today's episode. If they wanted to be, throw us some money, Liquid Death. Um, yeah, so I got to flat stick a little later than I wanted to right about the start of the, the March. So, um, people I wanted to see weren't there and kind of bummed about that, but threw down a couple, uh, beverages there and got to the game and boy, was it a game. I would arguably, arguably say the overall performance granted that four goals went in the last game. I actually think they played better in this game than last week. Yeah. You could debate that. I don't know, but what? Do you, what? What do you? How, what actually, you you were in Salem, so you weren't there, right? Yeah. Well, I was wrong. We went how to was your takes on MLS Pass? Salem is the next trip. Um, I actually didn't get to watch because the reception was horrible there, and so and we didn't have a team hotspot yet for the Superhawks, but we have one as of tonight and tomorrow morning. I'm going to go set it up for. Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday. March 8th, which that may be the day it comes out. Uh, come come on out to Garfield High School and watch our, our, our first Seattle game. Our, our real home game is this Friday. But um, we have uh, Wi-Fi now, so that won't happen again. So, yeah, I didn't get to watch the game. Uh, I got home. I watched the replay. Uh, and then not, not the full game, just the, the highlights. And then it took a little while 
to figure out, and I've been actually telling people how to do this all week long now, how to get to watch the actual full replay because it isn't intuitive. And I don't know if it's an Apple TV thing and anyone who's normally an Apple TV would know this, but on any other service, it's the, the most unintuitive thing ever. You have to go to your team or the game. And then if you press play to watch it, once you're on the game, all it will do is give you the option to watch the replay. Instead of that, you have to go down past the individual replays and past the like all this other stuff, all the way to the bottom where it has the MLS season pass logo. And underneath it, it'll say three options. And you have to hold down the button to bring up the three options. And those will be uh, the, the highlights, this the whole game in English or the whole game in Spanish. So it's super unintuitive. Also, for people like you who don't Spoilers. watch the game live, you have to click on something that tells you the score. Yeah. In order to bring up the game, then you have to go past yeah. the highlights of the game. So it'll be like, it'll say like Jordan Morris goal, 46th minute, you know, so-and-so goal, 32nd minute. So you have to it's scroll down. So even if you're not looking, uh, you really, so a lot of people are complaining. Hopefully Apple will fix it. Uh, Apple fix this. This is really stupid that in order to watch an entire replay of the game, you have to a, go down past everything to get to it, but B, learn the score. So uh, pretty frustrating from that. I don't, I'm not one who cares. I want to know the score as it's happening. Uh, that'll often determine whether or not I'm going to go back and watch it. You know, if we lose for nothing, I'm not going to waste my time. I mean, I will now that we have this podcast, but before this, I would not. Have <laughs> now that it's been a year. But yeah. yeah. But uh, then, you know, I mean, like in the, in the yeah, first no, 12 years yeah. of the Sounders, if we lost for nothing, I'm not watching the game. So um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little that annoying in that regard. A little annoying. My really gosh, annoying. is the the coverage beautiful? You know the the, the cameras. I mean, they they brought in all new cameras. Uh, the the Fox coverage is not only terrible, but they do a 1080 feed that gets upscaled to 4K. This is shot in 4K. Um, it's just the the quality of what we're getting from Apple is significantly better. And I've got to think they're going to work out some of these kinks and and make it an mm-hmm. even better product. So yeah, they're I'm, not. I'm, I'm still annoyed. Yeah, there's no Android app that needs to be fixed. The 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 fact that even if you tell it, like you can go in and um, luckily I have a iPad I bought from the UW surplus store here for like seventy five bucks or something like that. An Apple iPod Air two. I got it during the pandemic, mm-hmm. but I have to go in on here and go into my news and go to sports and set up my favorite teams for it to show up on the app in on all my devices. You can't set up your favorite teams unless you have an Apple device um, with another completely weird thing. Um, but as soon as you do that, then it will show up like you'll always, I always have sounders as centered and I'll be able to get updates and stuff like that. But in that you can also say, don't show scores in advance. So Apple won't tell you the score, but then if you want to watch the replay, you still have to go buy all that stuff. So it, it should really, there should be a way to, that as soon as you select that, it turns it off on your page. A lot of kinks they need to work out. At least the yeah. quality of footage is fantastic. And it's even better when the quality on the field is fantastic. You like how I did that? Yeah. Oh, that, that was, that was yeah. a great segue there because guess what? There was a play in that game where we had 
some 22, 23, 24 crazy number of passes like didn't result in a goal. Third minute, I think, or something like that. Yeah, but it, it, I don't remember who tweeted it out. Maybe Matt Doyle, but it was like MLS Matt team. Doyle did, uh, and, and uh, Jackson. I don't know Jackson Feltz. He didn't do the he video. He, he he, but he 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 definitely mentioned it while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he well, definitely did. Uh, it, I I have never seen something like that from an MLS team, and that's what they said. Like it's, it reminds me of that. Was it twenty two passes that led to mm-hmm. that goal? Uh, in the yeah. was it twenty like last I year? Have. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it it is insane. And 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 even we were doing that a bunch in the in the first game too. So mm-hmm. if this is how we're gonna play, it's we're gonna be very difficult to beat. So let me let me stop patting myself on the back here for predicting uh, with Dan uh, mm. about the Colorado match and talking about the consistency of this lineup, the the cohesiveness that they'll have together, the full off season that they got a comp- a real real competitive match in preseason um, that wasn't a preseason you know full full ninety game it was a real we traveled there there was build up there was training for it there was video yeah review and like they were they were studying for that match right and and getting built up like we want to win this damn thing so they were they're they're ready to go they're not just getting out the gates they have already left the gates when everyone else is trying to figure things out and we have the benefit of we don't have crazy new players a bear is our new guy and he is playing like like I I, I, t- I think I tweeted this. No, I said it in our Discord. Uh, link in the show description. Join our Discord. That I loved seeing, and not to, we're not jumping to the end of the game, but I love seeing Raul get pissed off when the whistle blew because they only got ten minutes to play, and you know mm-hmm. he's hungry to score because he's seeing he's seeing his backup eat right now, <laughs> and he, and playing well with the team, being in the right spot, not missing sitters. Uh, it, just combining phenomenally well. Like if we can, if we can interplay with our attacking third like that, that is scary, man. It's because MLS is used to the possession being in the back defensive third, having some midfield play and then something breaks down or something breaks through, but not possession through the midfield into the attacking third and maintained there. And we're doing it with back heels. We're doing it with, you know, one touch, turn and go. It is, this is some real quality stuff. And yeah, it's two games, but the quality of, and how many times, yeah, that was a 22, 23 pass sequence, but there were 10, 12, 13, 14 pass sequences with one touch, back heels, the, the wonderful sequences throughout the match. Add them up, man. Like, we, yeah. we and RSL came out like they looked like they, they, they looked good for the first 10 minutes or so, 15, just like in the last game. We're feeling them out, and then we take over. Yeah. I mean, a bear. They asked Kos after the game, are we going to see him and Rui Diaz together? Because how do you take, how do you not start a bear at this point? Like two goals in two games, tying the record for a sounder who only one other sounder has ever scored a goal in each of his first two games. And that was Mm -hmm. Freddie Montero in the first and second game 
of the Sounders ever existing. So, uh, and that second game was also against RSL. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's pretty cool. Um, the other thing that I thought was cool was that Brian Schmetzer says he doesn't think he's seen a Sounders team play this well since the Clinton Oba days. We didn't win a championship with Clinton Oba. So, they won a supporter um, shield. They won a supporter shield, but I'm an American. I mean, I, do I want the shield? Yes, mostly because I'm in charge of it, and then it's going to be on this show because Ooh. because Gorilla FC is the ISC member so that we would we would be the ones who would have it. It, I, I had it, it would hang out at my house sometimes last time it was there. Uh, I even tried so to cuddle that, up with it one time, but it, but it was too heavy. It's like 50 pounds. Uh, reaching ahead just only because you're saying that my head's spinning a little bit. Uh, if we do, if that does happen, that's when, that's when we do our live show at like yeah, Flat Stick or something like it. that. And, and Absolutely. then we'll have some yeah. tacos off of it. Because Grell FC is the official holder of the shield if, if we get it. That would be wonderful. So, uh, yeah, I I am beyond excited. I think most of my concerns last year about what we were doing and how it would affect us this year have been addressed by the coaching staff. Uh, you know, they 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 neutralized and built around Nico and playing a game that can benefit him by putting Rusnak in a position that he doesn't usually place a, a bit, a little bit deeper on the field, but it's working and. Uh, I'm excited about it. However, we also could see uh, two forwards. Imagine Raul and Adair. Right, that's what I was going to say. Oh boy, I would. I would if you could. I mean, I don't know who you drop. I, I, I still think it would have to be Nico. He can move Resnack up to a center mid. Well, I think it'd be and, more like a four-four-two. It's a, a standard four-four-two, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I think that's when you kind of rotate. Where I mean, I love JP so so damn much, and. It has been less than a year and 10 months almost to the day since his ACL. Um, I don't want him playing full 90 every weekend, weekend, week in, week out right now. He, we might, he'll need to rotate. And we got a Tensio. Obed's probably going to come back. Danny Leva, yes, we got the young guys. But when Bear is playing like this and Rui Diaz is ready to go and going to be hungry, if he, he's already hungry. Uh, I'd like to see that, and that might be something where we're up to nothing. Maybe we we just have Raul come in, have Nico come out, see what that four four two looks like for the last fifteen minutes of the match. Something like that, where we can see: could we start like this? Could we start the next game? Or next, you know, just not start a whole match with a whole brand new formation like that, or maybe do it. I don't. I don't really care, but <laughs> I, I think it's a possibility. I need yeah, to say I mean, something, I, I, you're, I have you're to say gonna... one thing while we talk yeah. about a, a bear before we go. He looks like a Paki Paki Cellophosaurus. I don't know what that I'm means. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to link that to you right there. Um, it's the head budding dinosaur. P a c h y Cephalosaurus C e p h a l o Saurus with with his beautiful shiny big cranium. The first thought I had was, <laughs> dude, that's a Pachycephalosaurus. <laughs> oh my goodness! Am I right? Uh, Part of and, me was and, like, it's cork, but yeah, no, it's Pachycephalosaurus. Anyway, uh, go ahead, finish your thought. Oh, also, just you know, Jordan getting another header goal. I mean, this is Jordan, the hottest start in Sounders history for him. Uh, if if he can. I mean, he's not going to remain at this pace, right? You're not going to score 1.5 goals a game through the whole season. 
But uh, if he does, we're not getting. I don't know, um, man. <laughs> but but uh, it, it's just impressive. It's it's been impressive. I think our, our next two matches are going to be the big tests, and that's because they mm-hmm. have to go on the road, which we have not seen yet, to a Cincinnati team that's no longer terrible. They are they are a good good team. So we've got to go win in their home stadium, which which is a fortress, and then we host LAFC. So if we can somehow come out with these next two wins uh, or, you know, come out with a draw on the road, um, yeah, it shows that we're the real deal. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to be optimistic, though, right now because it, it was just super impressive. Yeah, let's see. I'm just going to look up Cincy and us. Well, we beat them we, in their we, 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 game we, here. But we have okay. It looks like we've never played there before, so this will be the first time we've traveled to Cincinnati. We've never played there. No, they haven't been in the league for very long. Yeah, but two, this is second. This is the third season, right? Was last year the first season? Two years ago, I think. And so we we they I think we've hosted them twice. I want to say, or maybe we didn't uh, play them last year. We've never traveled there before, so this will be the first time we've done that. Uh, I think know, I think the record is we got two wins. Yeah. They're not the same team as they were though. They Six were a ter- they were there too. We've been the better team terrible, in Metro, but they were a terrible terrible team in the past. I think Fair. uh th- this is not going to be an easy win. We cannot take them lightly. You know, are are they as good as, you know, some of the other teams we face? No, but they they are good. Now, I am cracking up because there was the one guy whose hot take was clearly the Sounders aren't that good because if you look at the teams they beat, they have a really yeah, bad goal that. differential. And it's like, oh, because like, we beat both of them? We beat them like to, to shit? Yeah, that's <laughs> Well, to his credit, to his credit, yeah, uh, O'Shan jumped on him and a few others jumped on him. I looked, he, he, and he, imme- he immediately, he didn't delete it. He immediately replied to it and said, fuck, I should have just deleted that before I hit send. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, he completely... Yeah. He, he like thought as soon as he had sent, God damn it. So yeah. uh, give him credit for them. We don't know who they are um, for not deleting it and letting their thoughts stick out there. But then also saying, raising their hand and being like, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's why um, I want to see yeah. something here. If, Dude, if Cincinnati, this case, Cincinnati like was fifth, fifth, made the playoffs. They were fifth seed. Yeah. Last they, year. They, they were great last year. In fact, they, they were playing well enough that, I think they floundered a little at the end, but they were playing well enough that they could have been a higher seed. But they were bottom of the East Coast of the season before with a negative yeah. 37. Oh, so, oh, yeah, yeah you're right. The, no, they were the worst team in the league. They won the, and, the um, the, what do you call that? The Wooden Spoon Award, the opposite of the Supporter Shield, the Wooden mm-hmm. Spoon. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, they're being on the road, I think is the biggest factor. I think of that because RSL and in Colorado, I think were probably in the last year and a half, probably equal to, to Cincy, if not since he's on the up uptick when they, they might be on the down downward trend, especially with Zarda is leaving. So um, for Colorado, right. That happened last year. He, Cause he's with Austin now, right? Yeah. He's in Austin now. He, and he was with Colorado last year. Yep. Exactly. Why it's Sounders scuttlebutt, not MLS scuttlebutt. Um, yeah. yeah, LAFC is going to be the test. At least that'll that'll be the, if they'll see how they go this week. What if they look like they really suck? I think they win. They won. Yeah, they beat 
Yeah, they're, they currently have four points, so they have a draw and a win in their first two games, and they are sitting in a tie for third place. But it, I mean, it looks right, like right. they are they are first, second, third, fourth, fifth place based on. So the if they win, if they win this week, um, and then we play them the following week, and, and assuming we win, and we go in three we, wins. Are we? Oh, you mean LAFC? I thought you were talking Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm skipping LAFC because I think they're going to be the real test. For the rest oh, of the league okay. to be like, yeah, oh, we play yeah. Cincinnati this weekend. Yeah, and then we follow with LAFC, and that's where I feel like that'll be the that'll be where the rest of the league. If we beat LAFC and LA, and I want LAFC to win this week, and then we beat them because hmm. I want I want that to be that. Yep, it'll be great for us to be two games on the road win on top of two games at home to start the season. Be four zero and riding high. Because so with, LAFC, this, with this team, I don't think I don't think we're going to get in our heads. I don't think we're going to be too confident. I think we are the right type of team with the right coach to be dominant and not get like too ahead of ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope so. LFC has three games before they play us next, well, so they yeah. have their they have two Champions League. Yeah, yeah, but still, that's three times they have to play while we're getting rest. Uh, they play Thursday. Uh, tomorrow from when we're recording the, no two days from now from when we're recording this uh, and then they play at or they host New England and then they host uh, the team they're playing I, I don't speak Spanish I cannot pronounce Alajuelense I'm going to say so you did say yeah uh, yeah well they're hosting so, that, so I don't want to hear I, I no they play two games they, they're, playing, they're playing at Alejandro and then they're hosting uh, the second game. So they have three games when we have one in the next week. So it'll be it'll be or a week and a half. It'll be interesting to see. They're obviously going to try and probably play rest a few players for one of those. But you know if they if they don't get a win in the first one, they're going to have to play those starters in the second one to advance. They're the obvious favorites yeah. to win Champions League. Uh, they they are clearly better than than most of the teams there. Um, so it, they, they could potentially uh, be tired coming into our game because they, they play Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. You know, it would be great if they yeah. do really well in Champions League then we play them and we stomp them and then they go back to Champions League and lose. <laughs> I don't want them to do really well in Champions League. Well, I, I that's want what I mean. I want them to do really well until us. We stomp them and it's because of us. We said... We are the champions of champions. Here's why it's I don't want that. We need them to be losing or tied after the first game, so they have to play their starters for the second game. Because otherwise, they, it won't matter. If they're playing their backups, then their starters will be rested. We want them on short rest. So I want them to lose the first game or tie, but preferably lose, and then have to play their starters in the second game so that when they uh, come play us, they have less rest. Because they have, yeah, they have three games from. in a seven-game period. I don't care about showing off or any of that. I care about winning. Well, that's a first. What was your last two predictions? <laughs> my Sounders prediction, lose 1-2. <laughs> no, my, my prediction, the first game I said that we were going to lose 1-0. Uh, my prediction, like I said, the second game, the second episode for the second game, was only that because of my... Uh, worry that if I start saying we're going to win, that we won't. Fair so I, th- I think I may have to pick us to lose every game until we do lose. 
we got to keep that streak alive. Right, and I agree with that. Yeah, well, we can get up the LAFC. What what could a what could happen? But I I ultimately want us to be the sole MLS Concacaf champion after this this cycle is over, and also beat LAFC and and really go undefeated for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would throw take a few draws in there. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, there's going to be bumps in the road. It's a long season. I will say the one good thing that we're not in Champions League is that because of Nations League, there's the potential to have up to sixty games this season. You mean League Cup? If you League Cup, sorry. Yeah, Nations League is the uh, the Concacaf Nation League is the USA, huh? Uh, because I, I, I was thinking of the League of Nations before. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, the League of Nations. Yeah, that was you in the, the precursor to UN. The Sounders yeah. are the champions of the League of Nations. Yes, we won World War One. Woodrow Wilson started it. Hmm. I think it's true. Uh, no, I, I think that we uh, we win with League's Cup. Sorry, and then Champions League. If we had been in that, and then the regular season. There's a potential to play up to 60 games in a season, yeah. and that is that is not that is not we are not capable of that. We've talked about this before. Under the current roster rules, the roster you either have to expand roster depth or expand the cap or both if you're going to be having those kinds of games happening. Because you know, player seven through 14 on the roster in the MLS is not good enough to play that many games. So. Us not being in Champions League actually benefits us this year and gives us a much better chance to have a good long run in MLS. And then next year we'll be in Champions League because we win the Shield. And I think we'll we'll become the first team to win the Shield and the Cup. Has anyone done that yet? I don't think anyone has. I wouldn't know off the top of my head, but that feels weird saying that that's never been done. But we aren't a very old league, so. Yeah, at least it's 94. Someone turn on the internet. Maybe we can find out. Um, yeah, definitely very confident going into the season after those two matches. And and like I said, just seeing that that combination play between between everybody. And I guess it's just been Raul and well, Reagan has been phenomenal. By the way, because I was I was trying to think of all the starters we had last season going into this season. And it's really Raul we're missing. Kellen Rowe played a lot last year, and we haven't seen him yet. Um, but, yeah, Reagan solidified that center back spot. He had a phenomenal game. You you were just grinning. Did you yeah, because I, I, was, I was very wrong. Uh, I think <laughs> I think when um, – I, I think what I was thinking about was back in the day when no team with the DP had ever won it, when David Beckham was on L.A. and they weren't winning it. Uh, on eight occasions – the Supporters' Shield winner has also won the MLS Cup. 1997, 1999, 2000, 2002, 2008, 2017, down the stretch and we're trying to give away the supporter shield. And then uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone in the East had it and then just like probably couldn't, couldn't hang with it. So uh, it looked for a while there, like LAFC was not going to have a chance to win it. So it was a super bummer. That's hilarious. We didn't have ever done it. Eight teams did it. <laughs> eight, eight times, including last year 
the 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 one season that is most closely uh, related to the one we're currently having. But I couldn't even remember that LAFC won it until I looked at that. I don't know how I forgot because that was easily, even though the team I wanted to win did not, that was easily the best MLS Cup final in history. Just like as a game on a game level, right? Not obviously Sounders winning is yeah, better. Obviously, yeah. from a pure yeah, I mean. game level, holy cow, that was a fantastic. It's one of the best games I've ever seen. Yeah, well, that's in the past, and it's not the Sounders. Um, but I was just saying, Reagan, he's he's our starting center back. Yeah. Oh, he's shown that. Uh, you know, we're seeing a new level of play from him that has been f- fantastic. Um, and I think we talked about last time Ariaga being shopped around. We haven't heard any more news on that, but that just shows how how much he's locked down that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited for that because he is uh, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's going to win a lot of headers for us, and his his um, footwork. His play with the ball is is I would say an an A minus for a field player. Like he actually can move that ball around, right? So um yeah, he's it's we're gonna be dynamic from back to front and all season and I just cannot I just cannot wait. I'm so I'm so glad. I was I was a little apprehensive, I guess, even though my predictions were there, I was just no, it's great. I was highly. It was just a, such a rough season last year. To like, yeah. I didn't want to have my hopes up too high entering this year, right? And now it's like they're immediately saying, "No, put your hopes up high." And now they're there, and I'm, <laughs> let's I'm see gonna what tr- happens. I'm, I'm but... trying not to because yeah, I know been, I don't want it. So many times with the Mariners, how many times have we been through the Mariners come out the gate, you know, eighteen and two, best team in baseball, and then they go two and eighteen for the next twenty games after that? Like, I, I, I I'm too much of a Seattle sports fan. Right. I mean, I've just been burned so many times by Seattle sports teams. Do I want them to be successful? Yes. In my heart of hearts, do I think they're that good? Yes. I think they can beat any team in the MLS hands down. I think they are the best team for now. I don't know if that's always going to be the case without Garth because Garth is going to start building Atlanta into the powerhouse that we were. But – I do think as long as we play our game and stay healthy, no one's beating us. I'm still going to pick against us every game until we lose one just to be safe. I don't, want line, to be, I don't want it to be my fault. There's a line on the back of this beer, Total Domination. It says, perpetuate better living. So mm. I think that's a good omen to what we were just saying, that you know what? The Sanders might perpetuate better playing, better games. And this might be this might be our the ninth team to win the supporter shield and MLS Cup. And then what and Leagues Cup, let's go for it. Like I said, undefeated all year. Yeah. Well, I'm getting tired. I want to get editing. I want to make this uh an episode for everyone to listen to. What are your predictions for Cincinnati? Hmm. Traveling to Cincinnati. They, you know, they made the playoffs last year. Very passionate fans, great supporters. You know, it's it's going to be a tough place to play. Um, I am. I hate to do it. I hate to do it because I think the Sounders are going to win. But I'm going to go two to one Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, I wanted to check. Where, where is the name of their stadium? Is it it's probably tic- like... Is it Tickle what, Park? I think it's that uh, Skyline Chili Park. The sky, you know, the chili they put on top of spaghetti there in uh, Cincinnati. It's Tickle Stadium. TQL Stadium. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. What is TQL? Uh, we're not going to go into Tickle Stadium and lose, man. <laughs> we're going to win. It was called win. West End Stadium during construction. What, what was it called? What? West End Stadium. So, oh, is it West End? Uh, I, wonder what, I wonder what TQL is. I don't even know. That's that's. Um, I'm going with Tickle. We're keeping it at Tickle. Uh, the center is going to win 3-1. We're going to give mm-hmm. up our first goal. Stephen Fry has been sleeping clean, uh, but ultimately a goal is going in the back of the net. Three straight game shutouts, so that that would be pretty pretty impressive. Not that we haven't been playing impressive, obviously we've been showering praise, but I I think one goes in. However, I th- the competition up front for our goal scorers right now is the highest i've ever seen it mm-hmm. like that like obviously oba and deuce are going to play at the same time we don't know that this is a, a parent that's going to play at the same time we know the quality of raul Ruiz Diaz, and he got 10 minutes and he put in work after the game he was running around doing you know mm-hmm. the bench work if you if you didn't start you're going to be running around so um i don't think he there's a chance uh, i was listening to post game uh, with jackson and marcus and and Pete Hewing, and 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 they're and they were talking about it might be actually good coming back from injury to start because the warm ups are better than coming off the bench, and then ex- and then being told you will be coming out at halftime, or maybe soon after. Right? Um, I don't like that because I do believe a bear has completely deserves a start, and I do. Yeah. And then put Rui in. He's a professional. Warm up correctly. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, these are professionals. That, Marcus is a professional. He knows what he's talking about. But I'm still, and Pete's a coach. But I, I don't want, I don't want to bench a bear. Uh, I don't want to change what's what's clearly been working, and I want to allow Raul Ruiz Diaz minutes to get in there and prove it. But I think that competition and the quality that he has, he might come in and, and get a goal, and a bear may or may not score. But we have so much. Other talent on the field that I think by the time Raul comes in, it'll be two nothing, two one, and that, and then he comes in, and there's our third. Yeah, I'd be into that. I, I'll take that. Um, you know, it's not every day you get to see someone come into Tickle Stadium and and uh, you know push back and dominate. Tickle Stad. Um, you, you know, it's actually Tickle is total quality logistics. Uh, and yeah. that was their naming group because they actually had to sue the group that they had hired as a broker for the naming rights deal because uh, their prospective sponsor, apparently they were trying to get their jersey sponsor to do it, which is against MLS rules and messed with uh, their current financial deals. And so they had to go ahead and sue them. Uh, but more importantly, uh, this is funny. The project manager was Machete Group. So uh, I, th- I think the stadium's going to be good to us because I love the movie Machete. I was like, what, what is your, what? <laughs> okay. It's such a great movie. Sounds, I was going to say, it sounds like the, the Red Bull team of 
No, never mind. F F one analogy. I won't. I won't even go there. We've already mentioned oh, too, yeah. too many other sports. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to bring in F one in the fact that Fernando Alonso is going to win the championship. El plan. Well, I I, I I love real quick. I watched episode four, five, and six last night of the F one series, and when he goes. I'm still the villain. It was so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because that's what I was kind of referring to. I mean, you know, like if you watch everyone, you know he's a villain, but that he calls himself that is like you are yeah. Bowser. You're, you just love it. You're comfy with it. Um, so, so Sounders uh, looking for a big win. Have three wins heading into hosting LA on the 18th here at home. Um, some news, I think, for our listeners before we go. I want to make sure we know. Any game that is on Apple TV only will start nine minutes after the listed time. So that would be 7.39 p.m. Hmm. Every Apple TV game at home will be 7.39 p.m. On When a game is on uh, the other channel, Fox Sports 1, uh, it starts 25 minutes late. So whatever the time is for our game on the 18th, it'll be 25 minutes after because they do their pregame stuff. So kickoff times stupid, can be... Thank you for telling me. It's, it's always been that way. When it was on ESPN, it would be 9 to 10 minutes. And when it was on Fox, it would be 22. So it's... I, it's, I, I'm, not, it's I'm not saying it's new. I'm just... It's just... Just seems stupid. Right. Um, <laughs> I think the 7.30... A lot of people are mad about the 7.30 start times um, because it's, it's a late game, right? You're not getting out of there until so let's, 9.30. But, you know, so let's it's, just it's consistent. Start at 7 and then start later. You know what F1 does? Start no. on time. Big Rolex clock says, hey, we're going now. Yeah, well, uh, TV dictates... Uh, sports that are not around as long as f1 f1 dictates itself this is true there's a lot of fucking money in f1 all right uh it's a pleasure i think we should pull this into port um i think you all should check out our discord we got some good banter in there usually heats up before the matches and after the matches uh any good articles that drop it's fun to share that and talk about it so link in the show description and Camry Collins, where can they find you on social media? You get me on Instagram and Twitter at Legal Minded Punk. And uh, where can they find you? On Twitter, Aaron Lingley, A A R O N L I N G L E Y. You know, you know what, Aaron? What? I was at the Rave Gala this past weekend. Oh, um, with a new date, not me. Uh, yeah, and uh, I figured you were busy. You just started a new job. You're not as round as much. I didn't bring any data, actually. I, I did not have a plus one this year. Uh, but um, You were given one or you didn't take one? I would have had to I'll... pay for a, a plus one. Oh, I, I would have quit my job to go. Oh, okay. Just started, but they there, there, was lots, yet, there was so. lots of cool stuff. There was lots of cool stuff there. Were uh, there kangaroos? Uh, no, there were no kangaroos. But more important than kangaroos, there was James Woolard. And I got to hang out with James, one of the best dudes around. Uh, you know why that's important? Because he's going to take the show away. Yep. Take us into port, James. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, 
please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brit Voxus. That's Brit Vox US. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.